Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, where our mission is to foster the creative capacity and vibrancy of the capital region through advocacy, resources, and education. Good morning and welcome to AC23. We're so glad you could join us this morning. And my special guest today is local artist Nancy Charpentier. Did I get it almost close? Almost close. <laughs> Most people do. It's Sharp and Shay. Sharp and Shay. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, Nancy, we're so glad you could join us. Um, you were, uh, you're being featured, highlighted big time uh, <laughs> in January on the cover of In Register magazine. Uh, you, they asked, they commissioned you to do a special piece for their women with a cause. Yes. So tell us a little bit how that came to be. Well, I, I was floored when I was asked, uh, Riley Bourgeois, I mean, is it, yeah, Bourgeois. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Bien, well, Riley I said Bienvenue. Be, Riley Bienvenue. Bienvenue. That's my apologies. Um, Riley had been following my work. I've, you know, I've had communications with her. She's reached out to me before to put something in and register about travel and whatnot. But uh, she emailed me and asked me if I would be interested. And my first thought was, Absolutely yes, and then I thought, wait a minute, what what is this about? You know, and uh, it was really nice because I said I had a conversation with her, and she told me what it was about, mm -hmm. and she, I asked her to send me information about the women that had been nominated because I wanted whatever I did, whatever I created, to be something that honored these women. So that's was our first conversation. And as I was speaking to her, all these images were coming to my head. And uh, so I kind of threw some ideas out on her. And uh, so we kind of, I kind of came up with the concept. But I don't know if you want to know what yeah, kind of information she gave me. Well, yeah, yeah and kind of how, what, what, what was the end result of all of that? But go ahead and explain kind of what she, what she was saying. She sent, like, as I said, she sent me backgrounds on all the nominees. She sent me the images of past paintings that have graced the cover. And she said I, I could choose anything I wanted, but it needed to embody uh, feminine strength. And immediately be, my daughter came to my mind. My mother came to my mind. My sisters came to mind. Um, and all of these things that, you know, characteristics that carry through the women in my immediate family, um, you know, giving of self, doing for others, um, trying to make things better, not just for yourself, but for those around you. And my daughter, who's 25, she's been working in, uh, she's an engineer, she graduated in engineering in 2020, and she's a mechanical engineer, but she works in deep space exploration. Oh, wow. In Colorado, you know. Um, and I thought, I have this image of her. I had already commissioned someone to photograph her. Um, I love the idea of the flowers. I love flowers. Um, we do plan our painting a lot, as you know. Um, so I combined those things together into this piece um, to create the painting. So the painting was actually created specifically for the cover and in honoring these women. Wow. How did, it, how, how, how did your daughter react? Of being your muse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the first time. Um, my house is filled with paintings of my children. I have a son who's 23 and my daughter's 25. And so um, they're 
very much used to mom's painting me again. Here we go again. <laughs> She's taking another photo of me. So I did say, look, I just want you to know, this is what I'm thinking. I'll send you what, you know, we did a FaceTime call. I go, this is what I'm thinking. And she goes, okay. <laughs> she's, off, she's off again. She's doing her yeah, mom thing. She's doing it. And um, I said, I'll do it right. I'm going to do it right. And she's like, I trust you, mom. So she was 100% supportive. Um, she said, it's, I think it's going to be weird, mom, if I see myself. And, uh, but it's been great. So she's very supportive. She loves that whatever I'm doing, I'm, you know, she's all in. So how did you get started painting where i mean do you come from a line of artists or what no (laughs) that's a short answer no um i I take that back my uncle my father's brother was always drawing or um he liked uh, color pencils pastels he did try painting you know acrylics and whatnot but he lived in lafayette so i really didn't see a lot of that and i really did not have any artistic influences you know in my life other than school um you know, teachers, and, you know, I would see things. You'd go travel to somebody's house, and you'd see art on their wall, um, and that sort of thing. So, I, I did not have that, but um, I do have creative talent in my family. My, my sister is a wonderful, she sings beautifully, she, not professionally, but she has a beautiful voice. My other sister loves to quilt. You know, we have, we're makers more than anything. Yeah. Um, it's never been painting, but it's been making and creating. So that has been a steady so the, influence. The creative gene is there. The creative, yes. The my dad used to paint houses in the summer. Um, <laughs> he was a school teacher, and so we would go with that. And I could that that's my first experience and education in painting. Okay, is painting houses, doing trim properly. <laughs> If you can do that, <laughs> you can do anything. Right. <laughs> so, did you grow up in Baton Rouge, or where did where did Nancy grow up? I'm from here. Okay. Yeah, Baton Rouge, born and raised. Um, my husband's uh, work; he's an attorney, so you know Louisiana law is unique, so that uh, we have stayed here rather than travel uh, to another state for him to practice okay. or do anything like that. But um, so I've stayed here. My parents are here. I've got one sibling here. But, um, yeah, so lived here, raised my kids here, worked here. This is home. This is home. Deep roots, deep yep. roots. So when did you, well, first of all, did you, were you a color book kid? Did you like coloring and, and playing with colors? And, you know, did you want the 16 box of crayons? <laughs> I can remember when the oh 64 gosh. box came out, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. So. Oh, right, right. <laughs> we did not get the 16 or the 64, but my friends would have those. So, uh, definitely coloring books. Um, that was the thing I gravitated to in the playroom. We had one little room in our house um, that was our playroom. I'm one of six kids. Oh, wow. Most days, you're outside. We were ne- Rarely were we in the house. And so, it's not like I was sitting down painting or drawing or coloring all the time. But on the rainy days and, you know, hurricane season, yeah. you're in there, you're doing something quiet, you're playing cards, you're playing matchbox. But I was always at the coloring books. So, definitely. So, when did that morph into painting? Um, I would say high school is when I first started painting. I was introduced to watercolors by, I went to St. Joseph's Academy. Okay. So, Sister Adelaide. I, <laughs> I mean, I really, if I go back, I'm, already, I'm getting a little emotional. She really cherished the art of making art. 
um, and really shared that. And I was able to take art from her for four years. Oh, wow. And um, so there was just something about the way it touched her that I didn't realize it at the time. You're a high school kid. You don't pick up on these things. Yeah. But it did instill a desire in me. You know, we, you start off drawing your own shoes and then you move <laughs> into the watercolors. And she entered me into a high school art contest I didn't even know about and ended up winning an award. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm... It's like there's a hook there when somebody appreciates what you do and yeah. you don't even realize what you're doing in the arts. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing how one small something on a teacher's level that can just totally change a child's life. Yes, yes. So um, do you just paint or, or, or in what do you use oils, pastels? I'm an oil painter primarily. I do a lot of drawing now. I mean, I've always drawn. I'll take that back. The, I started off drawing. Um, I started trying to use acrylics back in the early 2000s um, because I wanted to get into painting. I just had both my kids, and I was trying to find a little bit of me back, you know, and I started um, working in acrylics, and that was quite frustrating for a while. Um, I don't think we're friends. Um, <laughs> and then I went to take a workshop here in town. Libby Johnson had just a, like, one day a week for four weeks or something, and it was in oils. And so I went and talked to her about it, and she says, do the oils. And you do oils, you're, you're never going to go back to acrylics, trust me. And uh, she was right. I just fell in love with it. And it's such a versatile thing for me um, that I just haven't stopped painting in oils. I have painted in gouache, which is an opaque watercolor, um, which I also love, but primarily I draw and I paint in oils. Okay. What is it about oils that gives you freedom that acrylics don't? I like work. I, the, my technique is a lot of wet in wet. So, um, a la prima. So, I'm trying to paint. I paint a lot of smalls, and I like to paint in a short period of time. I would So, wet in wet works really well with oils. I like its luminosity. I know you can achieve it with acrylics, but I don't have that. I don't have the last 10 to 15, 20 years of working with that and figuring that out. I've figured this out with oils. But I go a few days, I can go a week, I can get back into an oil painting, and I'm still, you know, I can work in those layers. So it's just, it makes sense for me, mm -hmm. and I've learned with it, so that's why I stick with it. Okay. So you're, the few things that I was looking at that you've done, you're, you like bright colors. You're not necessarily a past, I don't think you're going to be the pastel lady. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about where, you know, love of color. Well, you know, I've had different people put, you know, people say things and you take that information and you, people say you don't need white or you don't need black or you don't need this or you do need that or, and um, I've, come to the conclusion I know my work is very colorful but um, I am mixing a bunch of neutrals and grays in my work and I'm really conscious I'm intentional in doing that uh, more even now than I was two years ago but it's colorful but in a harmonious way and yeah, I it's do not jarring at all I my intent is not for it to be jarring my intent is for and I have this word at the heart of everything I do is this joy um, and, and the harmony. So I use a limited palette um, 
right now, especially over the last two years, I've been focusing on a limited palette, which is two reds, two yellows, two blues. I have a black, a white, and I might have a yellow ochre, or I might create a yellow ochre, or I can create a burnt sienna. I can create a black, um, black in quotes. Um, and if I work within that palette, I can keep everything harmonious. And yes, my work tends to say tends to stay more on a saturated level um, as far as the hue goes, okay. you know. So, so you you mentioned uh, plain air. Mm. So, for the uninitiated, explain <laughs> that why that's so cool to do. Uh, plain air, um, basically, it's landscape painting. You're in the environment. You're a landscape painter. Um, we like this French term, plein air. It is very much a plein air movement that we've had, but it's been going on for, uh, I don't even know. Forever, I right. think. <laughs> right. But um, it just sounds fancy now, yes, right? Yes, it does. It sounds like, ooh, that's something I want to do. <laughs> right. It's great. So uh, there's magazines on plein air paint. There are plein air organizations all around the world. Um, groups of people that go out and paint together. Um, they are plein air competitions and whatnot. But right here in Baton Rouge, about six years ago, I had already been painting with friends in a small group. We would do landscape painting uh, once a week. And we came across a local art supply store, and there's this bulletin, a piece of paper, and it says Baton Rouge plein air. <laughs> and I was like, who are these people? And why do I not know who they are? <laughs> Where have they been? And um, so... Come to find out, David Gary and a couple other people had set up this, had said, I want to find people to paint with. And uh, we have, I, I don't know how many people we have. I mean, I know it's upwards of the number of people that have come out, probably 50. Oh, but wow. we usually, we'll have 10 to 12, 15 people that will come out each week. Um, we did an event uh, in Beauregard Town last September, and I had 22 artists sign up and participate from the South region um but we just go out and about and we paint together so it's here it's in other states it's so what is it about painting with another you know I'm, most people would probably think painters are off by themselves in their own little bubble don't mess with them but what is it about painting as a part of a group for something like that what's oh i like painting by myself in a bubble <laughs> I do like that quiet time, and I think it's a balance. But when I am painting with other artists, mm -hmm. there's such a um, a wealth of information that we offer each other and and support. Um, we get I encourage people who want to learn how to paint to show up for that. Come to the plein air uh, weekly events because there's going to be somebody who's doing something. That's going to speak to you. Um, there's safety in numbers. That's one yeah. thing. But we also have a collective mind in coming up with places to go where we can paint together and have a shared experience. Um, we do a soft critique at the end. And I think that's always wonderful because we're giving each other feedback. You are learning even when you're not asking questions or getting answers. You're learning when you're standing next to the person. And I was talking to uh, someone a couple months ago and she's painting alongside of another artist and she looked over and she looked at hers now this is a professional artist yeah and she says oh I want to do I want to do that what are you doing and that's kind of how it is you go how do you do that yeah. I want 
this in, to, in my work, but you also are sharing what you're doing with their work. And uh, so your world expands a little bit. It's kind of step up your game a little bit too because you don't want to you don't want to put something out there that's shoddy with everybody looking (laughs) over your shoulder well you know what there's grace in plein air painting because people are very understanding if you've done it you know it's hard but you also know you can make it as easy as difficult as you want it to be and um there's i mean people are looking at your work but and people will come and give you their opinion yeah um (laughs) and you have to learn how to take it and think, be thoughtful about what they've said and, and say, what am I doing? Maybe what they're saying, maybe I need to look at that. Maybe I need to think about that. Um, but it's just, I love nature. I love being outside. And if I can marry painting with being in nature, uh, I'm there. You're a happy girl. I'm a happy girl. So is it something like you, 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 you go and you paint and you like do it from beginning to end and it's done before you leave or... Yes and no. Um, Sometimes I just go out, you know, I'm speaking for me personally, and I'll just sketch. I'm just looking for what's the composition, what's the design, where's my values, um, is it going to work? Sometimes I'm doing just a black and white value study, same concept. Um, And then you can go back later and then do a painting. Um, I like to paint over different sessions because I know in two hours, I'm not going to get out there, get my drawing, my value and my painting the way I want to do it right now. That's how I've got myself, my little meticulous way of setting things up. But yes, you can go out and start to finish. And many people do. They can paint a beautiful piece in an hour, two hours, three hours. So it's really, you have to kind of give yourself the grace to decide what is it that works for you on how you approach it. Some people will go out, paint studies, do a color study, and bring it back into the studio and then do another painting, or they'll they'll work on the one they've started okay. on site. Yeah. And so p- people do different. Or you, you say that you draw, so there will be people doing oils, people doing acrylics, pastels, everything. Okay. We have gouache, watercolor. We have uh, oils. We have what else have we had? A lot of you know we do a lot of sketching. Uh, I know there's a sketching group in town as well, um, but yeah. If if you want to do it, we'll help you figure out a way <laughs> if you want to learn how to Where do it. Where there's a will, there's a way. Huh? There is. There really is. <laughs> so when you're not painting, what what? how does Nancy spend her time? What do you like to do? Well, first is always family. I have a large family. I'm one of six kids. And then there's 17 grandkids and my oh, parents. Wow. Are, yeah, so we have a very extensive family. And there's always something going on. And, of course, my kids. My daughter is out in Colorado. My son is here working and finishing up school. So, But other than that, I am really, um, I like hiking. I like backpacking. And I started doing that in 2019. I started um, backpacking again. I did it in high school with my Girl Scout troop. That's when I was first introduced to it. And my brother-in-law has been hiking the Appalachian Trail. And so I said, hey, do you mind if I come along and so we have uh been hiking together once or twice a year since 2018 um the Appalachian Trail and my goal is to get across Virginia okay. which is over over 550 miles so uh we're actually talking this afternoon we're going to plan that out what our next trip is so you know I love being outside so okay that's that's how I spend my 
my life. It's painting outside family. <laughs> so are, 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 are landscapes, what do you, I mean, you did this beautiful portrait of your daughter. So do you do portraits or are you basically a landscape painter? I like figurative work. Um, I don't do enough of it. And that's one of those things that I go, okay, this is the year I'm going to focus on that. But I also, I love going outside so much. I love painting. I do a lot of painting from photos as well. So I take a lot of my own photographs. Um, and a lot of time has been spent this past year in my studio trying to work on certain things, um, certain aspects of my work. So yes, yes, yes. I, I like both all. Okay. Um, but I am a real, I say I'm a realistic painter. Okay. But in a very impressionistic way. And that's really what my focus is on, whether it's figurative, whether it's a portrait or the landscape. It's really how I paint that's most important rather than an actual type of subject, subject matter. So if people want to explore what your, what your painting looks like and get in touch with Nancy, how can they do that? Well, I have a website. And it's my name, nancysharpenshay.com. So I have a, a website. I also am on social media. So my Instagram is uh, <laughs> Nancy the Artist. Okay. Uh, my Facebook is Nancy Sharpenshay Art. But uh, the Nancy the Artist was a little tongue in cheek several years ago when I go, okay, I'm calling myself an artist. <laughs> then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to manifest that into being. Yeah. Uh, so that's where that okay, comes from. Okay. And you from. don't spell Nancy the normal way. So tell everybody. It's, that's true. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Uh-huh. Uh, N-A-N-C-I. So I'm Nancy with an I, not a Y. Okay, and spell your last name for us. Charpentier, and the French version of Carpenter. C-H-A-R-P-E-N-T-I-E-R. Okay. So, thank you. Go check her out, guys. She's, she's amazing. She's amazing. Nancy, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. And circle your calendar on, uh, you can come spend Valentine's here at the Carrie Swaraj Community Arts Center. Our Alvin Batiste Jazz Society is having a special jazz and champagne event. So go to our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R.org and get all the details. And we'll see you next week. We thank you for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors, and members. To help us continue programming like this, please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. Information can be found on our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R.org. 